Today on CityCast Boise, we're talking mutual aid and feeding our unhoused neighbors with the folks at Boise Kitchen Collective. Brother and sister duo Jenna and Seth Dameron tell us how easy and fun it is to get involved and why you can't overstate the importance of a home-cooked meal. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Thank you both so much for being on the show today, Seth and Jenna, uh, Boise Kitchen Collective. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on. So uh, for people who aren't familiar with Boise Kitchen Collective, can you just give us a picture of how it works? If people were to come down to Rose Skate Park on a Wednesday, what would they see? Yeah, so we distribute hot takeaway meals to anybody who's hungry every single Wednesday around 5 p.m. So when we show up about 4.45, Seth and I bring all of the tables with us um, and all of the kind of drinks and snacks and equipment and stuff. And we just pull up. It's a mutual effort. So people hop out and, and they start helping us set up and stuff. And then in the next 10 to 15 minutes is where kind of the um, people who are donating the meals will drop off hot takeaway meals. Um, it's homemade. They're individually packaged. And then um, basically we just stay and hand them out until all the food's gone. So we do about 50 meals a week. And then we also do 20 um, ham and turkey sandwiches, plus snacks, drinks, period supplies from Boise Period Project. And Um, pretty much anything that we can kind of help people have just, you know, a warm, hot meal made for them and be a little bit of a bright point in somebody's day. Yeah, we um, I've been following you on socials for a while and finally had time to do one of the meals. And my kids and I and my husband, we made enchiladas and we brought it down. And I was just so impressed with your organization, just with the cooperative nature of it. And also with how easy it was, I really encourage people to try it because we had so much fun getting to know the other people there. And we we met some like really lovely new friends. And from the feel of it, from social media, it seems like it's this big team, but it really is you and some friends. Yeah. I mean, any given week, there's probably 10 to 12 people that, ha- that have made this happen. Um, but we usually have you know, three to four people down at Distro on Wednesdays to help hand out meals. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes. And you you had, um, when I was there, you had to go boxes for people to take if they were having a hard time figuring that out. It was pretty easy. Seth, so you two are brother and sister. We are. And you run this together. What's that like, Seth? So Jenna mostly does the social media stuff. And that's like you said, it's really impressive. It looks like it's this big company thing uh, because she's done a great job at it. I do more of the hands-on kind of stuff. So like I'm there every distro and um, if we don't have donations one week, maybe I'll cook a meal. But it's been really great. It's like a nice, fun thing for us to do every Wednesday. And um, like you said, you mostly do uh, use social media and Google Docs to organize. Does that work pretty well for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So we have a a sign up sheet. Um, And honestly, like we can't Seth and I can't take credit for how well organized Boise Kitchen Collective is. Um, We took the project over in March of this year. So we kind of got to slide into a system that was already working really well. And yeah, we we manage it exclusively via word of mouth. The Instagram account is how we manage um, all of the communication with our meal makers, people who who donate and contribute. And we use that to reach out to local restaurants and that stuff too. And then yeah, the Google Doc basically runs itself because it's such a, a collective collaborative effort. So 
Yeah, I was I was so impressed. It really does seem like it's run by a bunch of people. But then you get down there and it's it seems so collaborative. It seems so so collective, like you said. That's a huge compliment. So yeah. thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you do a, a wonderful job. So Seth, why don't you answer this one? So why did you decide to spend your spare time doing this? What was your motivation? So everyone needs a meal. Everyone's entitled to a meal, right? I've been, or we've both been at places in our life where we don't know where the next meal is coming from. And like that feeling is pretty awful. It's a human right to have a good meal. And I think that where there's a need, the community will rise up and sort of fill that need if you let them. And if the right people sort of step up and donate their time or their money, we can all work together to make sure everyone has what they need, right? And that's something that I have abundance of right now at this point in my life is time. So I figured if I can donate my time along with Jenna, you know, we can make sure everyone gets what they need. It's, it's extremely fulfilling work. Like, I, I love cooking. Me too. And I think, you know, it's a good reminder that the value of a home-cooked meal is really significant and kind of hard to calculate. Like, when we were down, we were making enchiladas, and I was just going to use canned sauce because I was in a hurry. And my husband, like, insisted on making a homemade enchilada sauce because he was like, no, this is, this is like a special thing for some people to have, like, a really delicious home-cooked meal it really was a good reminder like of something that we daily often take for granted to be like oh yeah to have this special meal and to have a special dessert and to get snacks that maybe you wouldn't normally get to have i feel like that you know we really underestimate what that means for people yeah absolutely um i think you know people who are either um without a home or just food insecure they often don't get to eat a home cooked meal yeah it's normally the cafeteria food or garbage or a junk food or something mm -hmm. like that you know gas station meals yeah. you know when mm -hmm. you don't have a, a home you can't store food you don't have a place to cook and so the value of a home cooked meal is um and we get a lot of a lot of feedback from the people that show up that they just they love it they love the variation in the meals we have cuz we have four to five different options every week. Mm -hmm. We try to have at least one vegetarian or vegan option. They love that. And just we always get tons of compliments about how good the food tastes and how um, nutritious it is, really, because sometimes that's, you know, that's hard for people, too, is they don't always have the opportunity for a nutritious meal. They love it. They look forward to it every Wednesday. Like um, I've been told we have like the best food, you know, like you can get cafeteria food from the shelter every single night. And obviously that's important. But sometimes people will be down there like, oh, I was trying to get food from the shelter. But then I saw you guys here and remembered, oh, look at that. It's Wednesday. There's some good home cooked food here. Yeah, I was talking to people in line and uh, quite a few of them said, you know, that they were they were excited. They hoped the chili lady was there that week. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you know, what a badge of honor to be something that somebody to be a person that people are looking forward to your food is uh, such a compliment. So I loved how excited people were in line. They couldn't wait. And and they were shouting at the people dropping food off. What did you bring? What did you bring? You know, and people <laughs> yeah. were like, enchiladas, chili, soup, you know, like I thought that was such a fun part of it. Yeah. Well, you brought up the shelters. So, Jenna, I'll have you answer this. There's a lot of nonprofits who serve folks experiencing homelessness and hunger already in the Treasure Valley. So what makes y'all different? Like, you know, why did you get involved in mutual aid instead of maybe an established shelter? I think mutual aid is a really, really important part of kind of this like overarching ecosystem that we have that can kind of combat some of these social issues we're facing, like homelessness and food insecurity. Our organization is propped up by a few nonprofits that do amazing work um, and they support us every single week. Idaho Harm Reduction is out there with us every single week. Boise Period Project, they drop off stuff for us. And so 
I think mutual aid is a little bit different. It's oftentimes um, can meet the needs of the community more immediately. We can mobilize quicker. Um, and we're not bound by the rules of the shelter. We're not bound by, you know, a lot of a lot of places want to do like an income verification or they want to um, get your information. And we're not bound by that. We can just give food to anybody who's hungry, no matter what their situation is. Yeah. Give food. No, no questions asked is really nice. Yeah. It's, you know, people don't have to show an ID. They don't have to fill out paperwork. They can just come and grab a meal and continue on with their day. I feel like that's probably really big for a lot of people. Absolutely. You know, 50% of people who are food insecure in Idaho don't qualify for food stamps or SNAP benefits. And so we can kind of fill in with that where maybe the government isn't able to provide for those things or the local nonprofits are um, not able to mobilize as quickly. Um, We can definitely, like I said, get people down there getting meals in the hands of people who are hungry um, very immediately. And we do some other stuff too. You know, sometimes we get requests of it's a Thursday night and I don't have money to feed my my family. And we'll pool community funds and then we can take those and um, buy a family pizza. So that's something that you're not going to get that from, you know, that a shelter or a nonprofit where they kind of have hoops you have to jump through or, a pro, uh, you know, a process that you kind of have to part- participate in. A lot of times we pay attention um, when we're distributing food and we ask people what their needs are and like, what can I have for you next week? Or what do you need right now that I can take care of? Because it's easy for us to um, source donations from the community because we have such a wide network that if somebody needs something immediately, we try to, you know, fulfill that. And that, like Jenna said, that's a barrier that maybe they couldn't go to a nonprofit and ask for something. For example, like, I need coolant in my car right now. Mm. Or... I need a blanket, you know? So yeah, we try to pay attention during distribution. Yeah, that's true. There's not, it seems like you're meeting needs that maybe people usually wouldn't have anyone to ask for. Like coolant in the car is such a perfect example of something. Or when we were standing down there um, helping set up, somebody came over and said, hey, do you have an extra sleeping bag? And part of what I would really encourage people, uh, I've said for a while, if you feel like you're sick of your community, do some mutual aid. Because like, if you're frustrated with Boise, if you're not feeling connected, like getting down and doing some mutual aid will really help you meet your neighbors, help you meet new friends. But also I feel like a lot of, you know, quote unquote, charity work has a separation between you and the person you're trying to help. And I definitely didn't feel that when I was doing your your meal distribution. I felt like there wasn't that like hierarchy, you know, if that makes sense. I felt it felt very different to me. Yeah, that's critical in mutual aid organizations. You know, one of the big sayings that you see kind of thrown around with mutual aid organizations is solidarity, not charity, is we're coming from within. There's not that top down. It's not rich people helping poor people. It's the community pooling together, pooling resources, pooling time, acting in a collective way to meet the needs of that same community. That's one of the things that can be really unique about mutual aid that you don't often get with charities or nonprofits and that kind of stuff. And like I said, there are amazing nonprofits doing amazing work here in Boise and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. You know, it all all kind of fits into the to the common goal. Yeah, it seems very complimentary for sure. So you have mostly anonymous donors, but I, I heard that I can say that Lemon Tree donates hot meals. Is that true? Like sandwiches? They donate 20 sandwiches every week to us. So they're incredible. That's amazing. I love to hear that. You love to hear about a local business getting involved. We we have probably four or five local restaurants that contribute. Different restaurants, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So it's a mix of just people making food and restaurants and and everybody helping each other. I just love that. 
So what, so take turns, each of you answer this, but what has been your favorite meal that you've handed out, either because the food was extra delicious and people commented on it, or because the people who came together were extra special that week? Do you have a fav- any favorite meals that pop into your mind? Um, because it's recent, I think of that, yeah, I think of that soup that I made. Um, someone had donated to us a, a ton of meat, frozen meat. And, um, you know, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what to make out of it. And I made this delicious, like, potato turkey soup that was maybe, like, a little bit sweet because it was honey roasted turkey. Mm. And um, I made an enormous amount of it. And when we handed it out, I made sure to tell everybody, like, I made this and I want to know if it's good. And um, that was the most complimented meal that we've had um, that we handed out. People really loved that soup. It was, like, just in time for the cold season. And Mm. so that's what comes to mind. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's really great. What about you, Jenna? We had, uh, so, you know, this is, an, this is a collective effort. It's an imperfect effort at times. Um, and, and we love that. We bra- embrace that. Um, but we had a meal contributor who um, signed up to bring Buddha bowls, which we, like I said, we try to have at least one vegan or vegetarian option and people get excited about that. And people were stoked about these Buddha bowls. And the contributor just kind of messed up thought it was when or thought it was Thursday and it was Wednesday and we had to like kind of let people down about the bootables but that Aww. person came back and brought them next week and they were just like loved like everybody was so excited about them because that had been the disappointment of the week before <laughs> uh, and of course like the person was super apologetic and it's like she contributes still with us um we just we just saw her yesterday so it was not a big deal but yeah to embrace that mess and have kind of that disappointment and then have people so stoked about it next week I, lo- I love that you know I love that I love the follow-through of fixing your mistake too that's that's very cool it sort of made a clear image that people liked what we were doing yeah so how do people get involved? Where where can they find you? If people want to make a meal, they can do that. But also I heard the other day you said on your Instagram, uh, if you don't have time for a meal, you can be, you can sponsor someone's meals. Or if you don't have money, you can ask for a sponsor if you have time instead of money. So, so can, you, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So we have a, a lot of different ways that you can contribute. Um, one of the biggest needs that we have is we need people to make meals every week and sorry, not like the same person every week, but kind of we rotate through so that nobody gets burnt out or tired to, to be a meal maker. You're going to be cooking up seven to 10 portions of your favorite meal. Um, you're going to be individually packaging it, um, which we can help you out with to go containers if you need. And then of course, dropping it hot off hot um, on Wednesday. And the best way to do that is to visit our Instagram, which is at Boise kitchen collective and we have a Google Doc, that link is in our bio. And you can open that up, sign up for, you know, if you know you're going to be able to do it in two weeks, you can sign up for for then. Um, there's also a list of just like non-cooking donation needs that we need on there. So going into the colder months, we need things like hand warmers, um, coffee, tea, you know, snacks for people, that kind of stuff, um, hygiene products. So there's a list of that and all of that can just be dropped off on on Wednesday. At, at 5 p.m. at Road Skate Park. And I know you're looking for a coffee sponsor for the winter. Is that true? We currently are looking for a coffee sponsor. Yeah, we, um, like I said, we pull community funds to kind of fill in when we need. We had to buy 60 bucks worth of Starbucks coffee yesterday because it was cold. Like this is the coldest yeah. distribution we've had. Um, but we'd love to get a local business involved that would be willing to donate that every week. Boise Coffee Shop, step up. That would be so neat to see someone local down there. That would be great. Um, Well, I'm so impressed with both of you. Thank you so much for all you do for our community. And thank you so much for coming on the program. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us.
some out-of-this-world news before we head out. The Idaho Statesman reports that Gem State residents have reported 43 individual sightings of unidentified flying objects across the state this year. Maybe the truth is out there? And with fresh snow on the mountain, perfect timing for the 71st annual ski swap to return to Expo Idaho this weekend. The event benefits the Bogus Basin Ski Education Foundation and runs Friday through Sunday. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave a rating and a review and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow with more news from around the city. Bye!